Welcome to Nerdvana, where we align your nerd chakra and Mercury is always in retro geek with your hosts, Patty Cakes and Johnny Discotech. Welcome once again to another episode of Nerdvana with my special friend, Patty, and my extra special friend as a guest today, all the way from Austin, Texas, who's making a lot of noise in the background, is Mona Mona Dumnikyakadia. Hello, Mona. Hello, Patty. Was I making noise? I'm sorry. It's fine. I'll get rid of your noise. Oh, okay. Cool. It's it's okay. That's what happens. You know, this is what we do. Right. <laughs> Don't worry. We just want you to be super chill. And thanks again for coming on our podcast. So a lot of people who are trying to figure out what's going on, what's Muna about. Uh, quick synopsis. Muna is both uh, Johnny and I's friend. We know her from the online group that we've discussed a few times that uh, the creator of, of, of the group and um, an online group that's no more. However, today is April Fools. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to listen to this a little later, but um, I saw this meme, which was kind of funny. Like today is the first day. It, uh, today's Easter. Today is also April Fools, and it's the first day we got to pay rent. It's a lot of things going on, and no, some Daisy punks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So rent Muna, rent day. So as an April Fool's joke in Muna, New York, that's really bad, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's rent terrible, day. terrible. And <laughs> so as far as uh, April Fool's goes, Muna also pranked us and reinstated the uh, the um, group that brought us together. But also, it's just like twenty minutes into the it's like high school reunions. You're like twenty minutes into this, you're like, first off, you're all hype, and you're like, oh, this is so cool. Let's revisit some stuff, and then shit bumps up, and you're like. Oh, I mean, what, like, what's better than a Jesus resurrection, right? But a DP next yeah. resurrection. You're right. Yeah, man. I agree. I agree. But I think what's more important than the yes. group, I think at this time, uh, we're in the modern times that we're living in, is that Muna is in a badass rock and roll band <laughs> and she has a badass uh, social working career. And uh, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about the band. And we're going to talk about something else she does on the side, which is called, and some of you may have heard of it, it's called Girls Rock Camp. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's so fucking cool. And uh, I'm really happy to have Mona on to talk about all these things and more. Um, It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. And I'm so happy to have been invited. Um, You guys are like two of my favorite people. So this is just going to be like gupshup for us. (laughs) Oh, it's always dub shop yard. So that's basically what it is. But yeah, that I'm so glad that you gave the full summary. But that's the reason why I was super hyped. Not only do we know you, but like it's really cool to know someone you already, you know, you're already hyped about. Like that's your family you're already like vouching for. And they do awesome things too. You're just like, man, I really love you even more, man. Aww, so you guys. Yeah. So I feel so, I, I'm feeling the love. Aww. I'm feeling the love. And it's not so, an April Fool's joke, although you, although you pranked us, we should. Prank oh man, you, is this going to be like we record an hour's worth of a podcast and then y'all are going to April Fool's me? Oh shit! No, no, it's on record. <laughs> okay. 
by the time we release it, it'll be an April Fool's because it'll be like t- three weeks. Oh, okay, now. yeah, <laughs> true, true. Um, two weeks from now, two weeks from now, I yes. hope. So, if, Bruno, if you lazy. could, if you could like <laughs> jump in and tell us a little bit about your side projects and what you do on a regular and what makes you that awesome. <laughs> Um, I got it from my mama. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's true. She's a badass. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can talk about, I can talk about the band. I just, let's, let's talk about the band and then we'll talk about the other stuff. So tell us the name of your project and what you do and all that good. So the name normal. Bio yeah, for sure. Um, basically the band is called vet trip. Uh, it's like a V E T T R I P like a trip to the vet. Um, that's so sad. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's not always a fun time, but, um, but it's important. And does it feel at home for you? Cause isn't one of your parental units? Yeah. My dad is actually a veterinarian, which I laughed when I, you know, when this all came together, because (laughs) I'm like, maybe this was a sign. Um, because yeah, my dad's been practicing veterinary medicine for gosh, almost 40 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's a long time. (laughs) Her father is friends with, we're sort of friends with one of my friends' father who also is a veterinarian that came over here, who's friends with my dad. So like, not only did I meet Muna completely unrelated, but there's like this, like, two degrees of separation because you're all related because just like us just like (laughs) west indians you guys we all know you guys (laughs) are all fucking related exactly and so mona what do you like not that this is like something where you super overhype but what's your ethnic background like what do you identify as because you know we're all nerdy colored yeah uh so (laughs) i identify as pakistani punjabi and uh yeah, I, I always joke, like, if I take one of those 23andMe, like, genetic tests, it's just going to be, like, 100% pure Punjabi. <laughs> and, like, it's going to say you are on the on the bottom. You know how, like, Ancestry.com actually links you with relatives? So, yeah. like, you and Johnny are going to get a link on Facebook. You might be related. And I'm going to say, I know that, you bitches. And it's going to, you're awesome. going to click a down. You should, you should totally do the 23andMe to see if we're related. You're going to click the little check, you know, like how they say, like how you might really relate in different, like maybe they give you a different breakdown, click the check, and then you're going to see like you're related six times because your cousins and your aunts and your another uncle, then you realize two of your other cousins end up, hook it up. It's like hilarious. Well, with my luck, it won't be anyone I like, but. Yeah, we already know the cousins you don't like, so that's all. (laughs) (laughs) So when I meant that, you guys are probably related anyway. That That's the only reason. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, um, that is a funny connection. Um, the, but the veterinary community, Pakistani community is super small. So very small too. Like it's like known. Everybody knows each other. Right. Everybody knows each other. All my dad's friends are veterinarians. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So so what do you do for the band? Yes. Back to band. Um, I play the drums and, um, I, we actually had a really great practice today. Uh, we've got a whole set list, um, and we've just been basically going through the set list. Uh, we've written four new songs, um, 
and I'm just obsessed with them. We had a little teaser that we came out with on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, for yeah, thanks, um, Tom, the guitarist, uh, guitarist and vocals. He is basically, I mean, a genius when it comes to uh, all of that. You know, logistical stuff, the visuals, anything like that. Uh, he's behind all of that, and um, so yeah, it was a teaser <clears throat> for our song "Pop Girls." Nice. And uh, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, are you guys, I yeah. mean, you mentioned that you were doing uh, rehearsal. Are you guys playing live and like, where exactly are you guys playing currently? So right now we have us as a band, we haven't played any shows together. They actually existed before I joined and, um, have played shows together before. Um, and then I came in, uh, around July uh, of last year. And, um, it was funny how that all came together because I just put an ad out and I got such an amazing response from, you know, the city. I think Austin, you know, they call it the music capital, but people are pretty serious about their music out here. And so, you know, every time we'd go to the rehearsal space, like, you know, to always hear all these other bands and, um, you know, it's, it, it definitely is something special about Austin for sure. That's cool. Um, That's cool. When it comes to music. Yeah. And, uh, so no, we haven't played any shows together yet, but that's kind of what we're working towards, like going through this set list. Like we have a 30 minute set, uh, so far and we've just been going over it and um you know it's it's so much fun i love it it's my favorite day of the week yeah. uh, to, to I practice with them and one time it was awesome to have band practice band practice was like the best time of the week totally was yeah yeah you know because you're obviously not just like playing the entire time no you're chilling with like people you love or hate. Yeah. Or both, like family. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I, I totally get you. There's something very gratifying of, like, kind of voraciously putting your emotions into something, like music, and, like, getting your hands dirty, but also, like, being around people that you share that with. And a lot of my ex-bandmates or people that I used to jam with, like, yeah, you'll have, like, arguments and stuff, but they understand you in such a different way than other people mm-hmm. in your regular life that I feel mm-hmm. like... It's not an elitist thing. I think, like, because you're creating raw art with each other, whether it be a musician or artist, like, a painter or whatever, um, you creating together, I think you understand each other differently. And if you are upset with each other, it's because you understand where each other's passion's coming from. Hey, Patty, can and- you just start learning playing the bass again? Can you just, can you do that, please? Because <laughs> you can know, play right? a band and a podcast. <laughs> I'm just All saying. right. Actually, I could, I could just buy a bass. So. <laughs> it's just not that hard. <laughs> Actually, I, not that I'm saying, I, I much love to basis. Much, much love. I'm just saying that um, I, neither am I no Les Clay. You know, I'm no fucking, I'm not able to play Wynonna's Big Bound Beaver because Primus, shout out. But I, I'm just saying I I mean, that I'm- it was the easiest of the, I feel like uh, learning, ba- like out of the instruments that I've learned, that's the easiest. And I've tried sitar and I was like, whole oh, sitar and tabla. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is alien language. Well, yeah. tabla's but weirdly enough, I'm not a percussionist. Mm-hmm. Um, but tabla was actually easier, way fucking easier than I thought, and way fucking easier than 
sitar. Mm, yeah. Jesus Christ. So Muna's going to have to learn, like live. Like you, I told you this in our, in our family chat, when I call our family, our group chat is that uh, we've discussed this and all you got to do Muna is move up. Let me know. that you're <laughs> I'll go to Samash right now, get that purple base and we'll be rocking. Man. We're going to be yes, a power trio. One day, one day, yeah. one day. Muna's got to take vet, she's got to take vet trip to the next level first. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, veterans should just come here. Plus, to be honest with you, Patty, we should move to Austin because New York City sucks for no. music. I'm sorry, it really does. Does it really? But I don't have, really like, know really what the scene like it. We have just so much. It's like, okay, so the reason why New York City sucks is it's just too much, right? Mm, like oversaturated. Too much of everything, and everybody wants to be famous, and nobody really just wants to play music. You know what I'm saying? I think you explained LA. <laughs> No, well, LA is the LA is the same, but LA is bigger, I think, right? I, I get what you're like saying. Wider, it also depends on not style. More people, music. but wider. Yeah, I think you're also like New York. Depending on what age group, what scene, it seems like right now in the city, if you're gonna go out to like a club and stuff, it's usually you know electronic, mm-hmm. like EDM, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or like big on. For some reason, West Indian culture is huge now, blown out with soca a lot. So. Funniest, funny enough, as as West Indian kid, you're like, oh well, y'all playing our music now, like that's the thing. But that's cool and all, but you know, you don't really get a range. So mm. I do personally go to local, like I don't go to local shows that often, but when I do, it's local th- like thrash bands or like metal bands. Yeah, you know, but pretty like, pretty much all I know. I'm sorry, but, it, but that's it's, it's played like, out, and there's no scene. Mm. Yeah, so, so I think I mean. Yeah. It depends on an age group because, like, with different types of rock music, different you know generations, there's different. Yeah, I guess types there's of like a little a metal scene, but it's like it's a played out scene. Like, I don't but know. But gosh, gosh, Go to ahead. your point, yeah, to your point, um, you know, there are people here that are serious enough and want want to be famous. Sure, but, no doubt, of course, there's tons of. But that, then, but... yeah, yeah, um, people literally move here for that reason. But right. there is also still. Of just a thriving music community where people are playing music just for the love of music. Yeah. For the love of music. And I got really lucky with this band because, um, you know, they were very clear about that, you know, from the get go is that, you know, we, we create music because we love it. And, you know, it's something that, you know, we have to do um, just, just the, the same way I feel about it is that it's something I feel like I have to do just to, remain sane but uh (laughs) but you know uh we talked about that a lot and just the consensus of the band is that you know like we make the music because we love it and it's something that we want to share with people you know and if it happens to gain any kind of exactly uh traction or popularity you know fucking awesome right but yeah exactly but that's not the goal the goal is to make good music and if you become famous off the good music awesome but your goal is good music yeah absolutely yeah and so i'm so glad i'm on the same page or they're on the same page because it really uh helps with the dynamic of the band the reason i say what i say patty and i and i hate that it's like maybe it's like anecdotal but like i've tried out for a bunch of bands in the city and i've um, had people try out for bands that I've been trying to start in the city. And though I can find those musicians that just want to play music, um, 
it's possible. It just takes a lot more work. And also, even awesome musicians that just want to play music, they still want to get paid in the city because New York City is goddamn expensive. And so, like, everybody's like, well, we got to play gigs and get paid. Otherwise, I'm not in it. Right. You know, uh, and even if you love the music, so, there's, like, this whole, like, so funny aspect to it. Mm, yeah, I'm glad that you said that because that's what I meant. It depends on age range, right? Because, like, we know how high – you know, our, our living costs are. So I think that also based on what yeah. people do, um, a lot of musicians have day, to- day jobs, right? And they're not able to even keep up with regular spending. And then what will happen is they'll, you know, want to do gigs and, you know, you in a little, a little different in your, in your life, whether it be age or where you are like having kids or, you know, having a married life, that type of thing, you're not going to want to do a gig on a Wednesday <laughs> night when you know you got to wake up at six o'clock for your regular day job and it's not mm-hmm. bartending. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying like a lot of us don't have the bartending gig or whatever. And I think that's what happened to me. Like I stopped playing music because, you know, we all say, oh, the egos or whatever. It's not even that. It's just that like I I, ha- I usually have a nine to five, you know, and and I, I can't do the gigs. I can't. And as a brown kid, like you can't be telling your mom <laughs> at, one, at like, you know, one o'clock to she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like you ain't go to school for that shit because they always think like the worst, the worst that are hanging out at these bars. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, that's the same to your point. You um, that is. Yeah, that is a huge factor as well. I, and one of the things I got lucky with is that. Um, my bandmates, we're all within the same age range. We all have day jobs. And so um, that also, I think, contributes in. Um, That's why you're home today at like, five, you got home at like 5 p.m. your time yeah. instead of like midnight right. your time. Right, exactly. And, and again, that goes into like mindset, where you at and like your, you know, your age yes. and maturity. Yes. You know? Not like your actual numeric age, just like where you're at meeting each other. And I think that's cool, too. Like, you know, Johnny and I are both at, a, at, at similar, you know, mm-hmm. times in our lives that, you know, we understand like each other's schedule because we we don't really have a stationary time that record even for this podcast. So even thinking of doing another project, makes my <laughs> whole fucking insides like, are you fucking serious? We, I have we are, things, we're very ad hoc you know? about scheduling this, as you saw with <laughs> the scheduling of this. Yeah. Well, because we know this is not something that really ties us yeah, down. Yeah, it should fun be. It time, should be fun, you know. It and it's our hangout time. Yeah, and like, and, and you totally understand because going back to all the <laughs> amazing things that you do. So you you do you're in a band. You're a like even prior to the band, yes. you're a practicing drummer, um, and you continue to. And like you also you know run a program for girls, and and like I think like that's so amazing. You know, you do a lot of humanitarian work. If you could just like kind of jump into that and like explain to people like how well, they can donate you go and stuff to that, like that too. Plug your yeah, band. Sure. Plug your band. What's the what's the website? Oh yeah. <laughs> so we have we're on Bandcamp, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Music. Um I know that the the music that's out there doesn't have you on it, but you're working on new stuff now, right? Yeah, so I've learned all of the previous songs. Um and so there's about four or five songs in the set list that I play from the previous album. Um, and then we've worked on four new songs together. So it's like half and half right now. Um, awesome. as far as, uh, like a live show goes. Um, and then, yeah, I guess the goal is to, you know, write more songs and have, you know, another full album. So, Hey, do me a favor. Ask your, uh, what's his name? Tom, what did you say? Is Tom is his Tom. name or something? Tom, yeah. Hey, ask Tom if you can get a clip 
of some of the music you've done recently, like maybe 15, 20, 30 seconds, and we'll make that the outro of this uh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Um, right? So that we can Or you can even use that. that for sure. Um, you could use that teaser as well because that's, that's new. Um, okay. Okay. The one, the one that we had on Valentine's. I like that. I really like that. I'm glad that you shared it. I was super excited that you shared it. And also it's your band, but the fact that you're like doing the things and I'm like, yeah, but um, and there's like a certain genre you gave me of music that, that I can... you guys are right. Yeah. We, um, oh yeah. So I'm sorry. I, uh, I didn't mention we're also on Facebook, so you can like our page on Facebook as well. Just look up that trip. Um, yeah. I'll link you guys too on the, on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, the genre is called shoegaze. Um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with shoegaze or. Well, I'm, I'm familiar with shoegaze because there's lots of bands like that, but I would like you to explain it. So, because maybe our audience members don't know because they're listening to a reggaeton right now. guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. We were talking about this, uh, this mashup we want, Sean Paul and Dollar, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody's listening to right now. They're Make waiting it for happen. Us to I mean, I'm sure uh, there's some like you know. Cindy I bet you would exist. Yeah, I'm, I sure. Because <laughs> my people exists. are good for taking your people's music and mixing it in with our musics. So okay, yeah. yeah. There's already a collaboration. Yeah, I'm sure, somewhere. that that they don't um, know about, but we'll know about it. We'll it'll be played at like <laughs> the next house party. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's see. Where was I? Shoegaze. Shoegaze, yeah. Um, yeah, so a little bit about Shoegaze. Uh, it, it originated, I would say, around the 80s, came out of the UK. The style of music, I would say, it's very heavy on guitars, so a lot of distortion, feedback, effects. It's very really fuzzy. Very fuzzy, very loud. Um, and, you know, if you've ever heard bands like My Bloody Valentine or Jesus and Mary Chain, who I saw in November, it was... Fucking awesome! Cool. I can't believe they're yeah. playing. Yeah, back. Yeah, but I know they didn't come. Uh, un- unfortunately. Okay, uh, there's a band called Slow Dive, which is really popular in the shoegaze community that I'm seeing in April. Uh, actually, with our friend Diraj, we're gonna go. Nice. And uh, yeah, and then there's also uh, just to plug Austin. <laughs> there's a pretty well-known shoegaze band out of here called Ringo Death Star. And they, they still play shows. Uh, I've heard of Ringo Death Star. <laughs> oh, have you? <laughs> I don't know why, but I have, because it's a great name. <laughs> oh, it's a great name. It's so nerdy. And, um... There's some really crazy band names in Austin, Texas. Because <laughs> pa- my, my buddy, Patrick, uh, and I can say his name because it's so generic that it could be anybody. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. Um, but, uh, he 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 used to be in Austin for like six seven years in a band out there. Same thing. He moved out there for a band, um, and he was in a metal band or a hard rock. I would say hard rock bordering metal. And um, there was a band he told me that I still to this day can't get over the name. It's so good. Um, and the name of the band was I Love You, but I've chosen Darkness. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's a great. It's so bad, but it's so good. <laughs> Could you imagine explaining that to someone or like? What's your band? You're, oh, we're called I Love You, but I've chosen Darkness. My favorite thing is that the person that's dating you that's in the band that says, oh, yeah, my significant other is in this band. And you're like, oh, what do they play? And you're like, you say that whole long spiel? And you're just like, what the fuck? I want, yeah. that, I want that on a T-shirt. 
Yeah, seriously. That's a great slogan it is. in general for life. It makes the whole conversation very awkward. Because even if you know that's the band name, it's like, what do you say to that? You say we're goth af. That's what you say. <laughs> there you go. Is that, is that what the kids are saying these days? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Af. I think that's what they're saying, right? Oh, okay. I don't say you actually say af. They say af or af. I thought it I thought it was af, like as fuck. I thought it was uh, yeah, af? It is. I say F. I don't care what they oh, say. Oh, shit. I was like, fuck, man. God, we sound so old. <laughs> I was like, shit, I've been saying that shit the wrong way the whole time. I'm just kidding. I think it's F. I thought it no, was AF. It's, it's AF. You fuck nah, us. It's F. <laughs> okay, Stop whatever. F. We need to call call a friend or something. Call a, call a 16-year-old. Where are the millennials at? <laughs> No, please don't. Okay, yeah, no, let's not do that. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm pretty I'm awesome. sure someone's gonna tweet us. <laughs> and so, the, what? What? Who's like? What's your? Who are the people in the band? Oh, so there's you on drums, Tom I'm on, on drums. guitar and vocals. Yes, Tom on guitar and vocals, and then um, Susan on bass and vocals as well. And she has got the dreamiest voice I have ever heard. Like, a, wait, are you guys a three piece? Yeah. You guys are a power trio for real. Yeah, that's like my dream. I want to be in a power trio. Oh yeah. Well, what was your band? How? What was your band makeup? We had five people in our band. Okay. We had a dedicated lead singer and a violin player. Bass too. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I aren't you like? Didn't you usually play? Usually play like more heavier rock. Costume? We played like screamo ish mm. punk rock stuff we played was more like the used I, think I saw you guys play when you said you had your new york band i saw you guys play like what a couple summers ago it seemed like hard rock ish like i don't know how to explain it Not that emo, was just like a summer so. if it was a couple summers ago it was probably yeah. some like side band i was doing for like a year and it broke up probably um, my real band from back in the day mm-hmm. that i was in for like eight nine years and we toured and all that stuff and like hung out with like rock stars that band was uh that broke up 10 years ago. Mm. So we've been broken up for 10 years. Oh. So wow. That was not the band you saw. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh. really old. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you say AF. <laughs> You're old AF. <laughs> I'm old AF, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so speaking of age, so please get into this awesome project that you did. Oh, Because like, I'm super stoked to hear more. Well, about I love it. talking about it, so... Uh, that's perfect. Um, so, Girls Rock King. I want to hear. I really want to hear more about your band too. Like, not more about. I want to hear more music from. So, please send me as much as you can. Thank. Yeah, absolutely. Back to Girls Rock. Band. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, Girls Rock Camp Houston started. Oh my God! It started ten years ago. Wow, we are old F. Um, yeah. Seriously, there's. There's some campers that started in our like inaugural camp and now they're in college and I'm like, no. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool like though. That's really kids? cool. Do you get like attached and you feel like they're your kids? Yeah. I, I always call them my campers or, you know, um, just because it's such a just 
it's just such a life-changing experience. Um, so what, I, do you, what does the organization do? I mean, it's clear, it's obvious, but just tell us. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I can give a little background. Um, so Girls Rock Camp, it started in Portland, Oregon. Um, in, gosh, it was maybe like the early 2000s. Um, and it basically, uh, you know, a lot of the Portland musicians um, decided to set up this camp because uh, there's, I, I, there's just always been um, this element in music where women um, have needed that voice. Um, you know, you still see it these days. How many festivals do you go to? And there's like, what, mm -hmm. five women out of like 80 acts, you know? It's, yep. Um, it's still, there's still this huge disparity um, for women in music, you know, and it's, it's kind of, especially in like a rock or like a indie mm -hmm. metal type thing, like maybe in pop, maybe not so much, but in like a band situation, totally agree. Like you even, don't see many, even included, including, I feel like even including the scene itself, like the scene itself, the, yeah. the scene yeah. itself and the, and the people at the shows. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm -hmm. The scene itself, definitely because, um, that's, I think a lot of the reason why they started popping up all over, you know, the U S and beyond is because a lot of women, you know, were wanting to play shows and like, we're wanting to play music, but the space just wasn't being made. And, um, so once they started their camp, basically, uh, other camps started popping up and there, there's an actual girls rock camp Alliance that exists and it's kind of, um, you know, the umbrella for all of the different girls rock camps all over the world. Um, I'm going to send my, my girl there, by the way, please, my daughter. Please do that. Please send I'm her. I'm so going to do I mean, other than the training she's going to get at home, she's going to get that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just so, so important. And if you have a son, have him, you know, volunteer in some capacity because it's just so well, so like, important that. what's that i can volunteer as a guy uh so it depends on the camp but uh in our camp uh as long as you don't have a um leadership role or a teaching role um and basically uh we would just make you haul gear and shit so <laughs> okay 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 uh, i can do that but um but yeah so that's kind of the origins of it and i've actually been to one of the conferences uh through the girls rock camp alliance um, a couple years back it was outside of philly on a it was like a farm in jersey and i was just talking about this last night which is really funny because i met um do you know uh tanya from the band of Oslo? Yeah, I was just gonna mention that that Saraswati Jones, love her. Yeah, Saraswati yeah. Jones. Yeah, so she uh, is a board member for uh, the girls. For Boston, the yeah, well, Boston, oh. Boston. So 
if there's an opposite of Austin on the if there's a I'm not an opposite if there's a an equivalent to the music scene of Austin in the East Coast Northeast I would say is Boston. Okay. I hate Boston as a city, but Boston for music is awesome. <laughs> well, as a New Yorker, I have no, to say that. that I'm, I'm, you know, they pay me to say that. Well, <laughs> oh my God. She, yeah. So she's she's actually traveling <laughs> through <laughs> Texas right now, and we met up last night. And oh uh, wow! Yeah, she's a lover. She's amazing. She's amazing. I've seen her perform. We had chicken wings together. Nice. I've nice. jammed with her. Amazing. Oh, have you jammed together? That's dope. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit up in Boston, but I I want to do a bigger jam. Like I want to record something. I've I've told her that my interest, but I'm I'm a daddy and I don't have yeah, time. Yeah. So when I have time, it's gonna happen. Um, I'm definitely I definitely spoke to her, and we actually might do a future podcast with her as well. Oh, you definitely should. She's yeah. awesome, and. Uh, yeah, so we were talking about uh, the conference, and she's been to a couple of conferences herself. And um, yeah, so basically, all of the girls' rock camps, their um, their leadership will go and just exchange ideas. And there's workshops, and like I learned so much just from that one year of going. And I completely changed up a lot of the workshops that I was previously presenting based on things I learned from the conference. So, uh, yeah. And the great thing is, is any city can start a girls rock camp. And there's a, there's a couple in Texas, um, but there's not one in San Antonio. So all you San Antonio listeners, you know, maybe you can <laughs> start a, start a camp. Um, yeah, agreed. but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, so our camp, it's a week long, um, usually in the summer around late July, uh, early August. Um, we have daily workshops that we do. I've been a workshop workshop instructor. Um, my main role, I, I do a lot of uh, volunteer coordination right now, but um, I've done workshops on just various things, self-esteem, body image, um, organizing, activism 101, uh, things like that. <clears throat> which actually is the way that I won that Courtney Love guitar, which is so <laughs> what? sweet. So you have a Courtney Love guitar? That's badass. Yeah. Uh, she she um, links up with that brand, Nasty Gal, and uh, they, they had a contest, basically. And I guess, I, I don't remember exactly what the question was. It was, yeah, I don't remember exactly what the question was, but I remember I submitted... Uh, a photo from one of my workshops where I had the campers create their own hashtags uh, mm -hmm. and they out, they were all holding up their signs and I took a picture and they chose me. It was, it was, it was not, yeah, it was nuts. So I, I have one of her guitars signed. A Fender, right? Yeah. Signed from Courtney yeah. Love that says, uh, stay nasty, which is That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's super cool. And you are here. Courtney oh yeah that's what's one of the things we bond over if anything i remember we both oh yeah i grew up on hole and um i've seen Hole, obviously not with the original um lineup Lina, but yeah. you know it was still amazing seeing her live but yeah so we just have a week-long camp we have workshops every day and then uh we have band practice and um so i've been uh, a band coach and, you know, it's really hands off, honestly, because we don't want to kind of 
infiltrate and, you know, like push our ideas. So uh, they really, they really do it all, you know, write their own song, original song, and then perform it at the end of the week at a big showcase at, you know, a local music venue. And, you know, it's like a, it's, it's a real punk rock show, you know, you, it's at a venue. Um, we sell tickets. Uh, we have a merch table, you know. Um, nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, really cool experience. And, and what, Are you doing it this year, this summer? So um, now that I'm in Austin, there is an Austin camp here. I've, I've been helping a lot remotely uh, with the Houston camp. Right, right, because you were doing the Houston one. Yeah, That's so, correct. yeah, for from about, like, 2008 to 2016. Right around the time my band broke up. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've been doing it since then, and um, I would say, so the last camp, I went in and I helped with load in and load out, and I um, helped with merch on the day of the showcase, but I had just started this new job here, so I didn't have the vacation time to be able to do the week. But uh, I'm, I'm planning for it this year to just, you know, take out some time for that. So you're going to go back to Houston. That's cool. Yeah, just for a couple of days and, you know, because. But so for, for the listeners out there and you go like Houston, Austin, what's the difference? They're both. I, I mean. <clears throat> excuse me uh, austin's like a much smaller little town and it's like hip and there's lots of music good music scene and stuff but i feel like houston yeah has an awesome scene of its own very unique it really awesome does personal scene it's a big it's the fourth largest city population wise in the country but i feel like houston is a city where you really find artists that do art for the sake of art not for money at all because it's so so cheap to live in houston <laughs> It really is. It really is. We 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 kind of want to like keep that like hidden secret vibe because we're like don't move, I let it out. <laughs> don't move to Houston. But um, no, it's 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 a really unique city. It's a very diverse city. Um, there's a lot of I mean our art scene is amazing, um, and there's a lot of cool music coming out of Houston. Some of my friends. Uh, I have a friend, Mandy, who's actually volunteered with the, with Girls Rock Camp, and she's in a project called Pearl Crush, and they are just amazing. Mm, um, interesting. Okay. Uh, they came through um, Austin a couple weeks back and played a show here, but um, Mandy's been playing big festivals. Like she played uh, in Bloom Festival like last week, I would say, and then she played Day for Night Festival. Um, in the winter, but um, she's amazing. Um, my friend Anna is in a band called Claire. They're really good. Um, it's just very dream poppy kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cool, fun music out of Houston um, that, you know, I mean, I've always supported the local scene, you know. Um, of course, of course. But yeah, so support, support so local music. That's pretty cool. Are you going to then, if you're going to be there, there's going to be another show, I would assume. And um, for Rock Camp when it's all done and said and done for the week. Yeah. So that's what we call our final showcase. And um, it's really cool because we always get, uh, you know, we have a lot of volunteer. It's basically completely volunteer run. 
Um, okay. And so anything you see, no one's really being paid. And that's what makes it so special and so that's, unique. That's rock and roll. <laughs> is that, yeah, you can have like a, a, a rock and roll camp for youth. You know, you, have, you serve like what, 75 to 80 campers during the week. And, you know, it's just, it always blows my mind that, that we can run this operation and run it so smoothly, all volunteer based. It's, it's really, it's incredible. That's great. Um, yeah. And so we always have these really fun flyers. You know, we have uh, this really amazing graphic designer who does show flyers and he always just kills it with the show flyers. Tom. So nice. is his name. There should and, be also though, uh, you should, I mean, not, I think part of the fun of being in a punk rock band is making your own flyers. So yeah. So that's one of the things. Down. So one of the things that we do is uh, band t-shirts and um, also like, camp t-shirts where that the volunteers wear the campers wear and so many times um in the past uh decade we've had designs from campers on our t-shirts and yeah um and and they're always just really unique and cool looking every time i wear them people will be like oh what is that or where is that from awesome i'm like oh it's a it's, it's our year i don't know 2013 uh, girls rock camp t-shirt and and one of our camps do you guys sell them yeah like, do you guys sell them for profit oh awesome i'd be totally interested in seeing yeah, for, we... profit, for non-profit <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we're technically you know non-profit I mean, but non- yeah we we uh that's so actually the showcase is what is our biggest fund fundraiser for the year that's where we make you know most of the money back and um we sell we sell our t-shirts and stickers and buttons and things like that uh, at the showcase. So yeah. Um, and you use that money to get the space that you guys use and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. And finally, um, I mean, you could talk about anything you want, but there's also the, don't you have a really cool career? <laughs> yeah so in Austin i as well yeah i absolutely love my job and because gosh. We, we talk about this a lot just wanted to take a little background patty's also works in like social work she works for the government but she does social work as well so we I talk work. about people that do <laughs> community work, work a lot and we love that type of stuff yeah so just yeah, so we do very similar work, but I just wanted to like make a slight differentiation. Differentiation. Sorry, my like bad. Muna. No, no, it's totally cool. I just want to let you know that there's many aspects and plethoras of social social work and like social sciences in general. I work for social services, so it's like very more uh, social science based. Uh, Muna, you uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Social work specifically, correct? Like you have an LMSW that type of route. So I I do have my license uh, to practice. I, I'm, I'm a licensed social worker, but uh, the work that I'm doing now, actually I'm doing policy work. So I do a lot of legislative and government affairs uh, for the local mental health authority. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome work that they're doing out here. It's really, really incredible. Um, just everything I've seen and, and over the, the past eight months, just it's, it's just, been amazing um austin is really really trying in terms of you know uh 
diverting people out of jails and, you know, getting them into services in the community rather, you know, cause you know, the statistic is just, you know, uh, there's an overwhelming population of people in, in jail and prisons. It's over have, 50% of prisons are nonviolent crimes, mostly drugs. nonviolent crimes. And, and, you know, there it's people with, um, mental health and substance use yeah. issues. And that's why I say yeah, and, drugs and, self- mental, and, yeah. and, and homelessness and homelessness. homelessness. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what I deal with on that side. But like a lot of it is uh, money based because people just live in, ethno- uh, you know, just so- le- lower social economic statuses. Uh, they've been in the system for a long time. They've been in foster care or been in the system and in general and the system fails them. And we have to kind of pick up the system, pick up the pieces from that. Um, and it's really important work. And I think like that's why like I really like appreciate knowing there are other people that do really cool stuff and like not to be all gushy and mushy, but I think a lot of the times when like I have, and I think you've noticed this, I've had like a rough day or whatever, or like a policy like really upsets me. I kind of like reach out to you because I know like New York and, and like, uh, like, like New York city, New York city and Texas are very different and as far as politics, but, um, but now with the new change in presidency, we've been seeing the hit and I'm like, Oh my God, (laughs) is this what you guys have been dealing with in the South for so long? (laughs) Um, it's really disheartening. Yeah, but, we're, uh, but, thank but you, Austin thank is you pretty for... blue from what I understand. Uh, Austin is blue. Yeah. Um, but you have to talk, uh, but Johnny, we go by political yeah, overall, yeah. Um, ideas. Like oh, you mean if you state, work for the, the government, state has you have a to lot go of by influence. state and federal. Yeah. You go by state and federal, um, jurisdiction as far as your policy and planning and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny cause I don't know, this guy has been, getting a lot of traction lately. Uh, he's running f- as a Democrat uh, for the U.S. Senate, um, and his name is uh, Beto, Beto O'Rourke. Oh, I've heard and, of him. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like punk rock politician, man. Like, he, Isn't Bernie Sanders hating on, <laughs> on Beto? Was he? I don't know. But the funny thing about Beto is that, you know, he used to be in a band with, That's amazing. with Cedric. With Cedric from at the drive-in, <laughs> I think Cedric. I think Cedric played drums for him or something. But That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think no. I think you're absolutely right, Patty. I think maybe the rest of the country is getting a little taste of. <laughs> oh yeah, we're getting a disgusting taste of it, and we're like, "Ew, what's going on?" And like New York City is so progressive. Yeah. Like comparatively, that we're just like, "What? We don't have money for that." Yeah. Like we throw Arthur everything you know what i'm saying like but now that stuff is considered luxury we're like how the fuck is that luxury it deals with pstsd what the fuck's wrong with you we need hand to hand and they're like oh no that's all luxury and we're like what and they're like yeah we're gonna give you what the sat like types of um other what other states Mm -hmm. like different like you know just similar things and we're like where's the programs where's the services and they're like no food is a service it's hard new york city's population so we're the biggest populated city in the country and we're like LA is the second biggest, and we're like triple or double, at least double, but almost triple and in population mandated. of LA, you mm-hmm. know? And then another aspect is also our state is mandated to help those in need. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and that's across all services, including homelessness, and other states don't have that. So, like California, no, we, although we everybody we knows. Yeah, so like California, everyone knows about Skid Row and stuff, but there's actually no actual government implement, like mandated state uh 
you know, responsibility to house these people oh, or provide. Yeah, services. I mean, you know, Texas, mm-hmm. we we not, we didn't even expand Medicaid. <laughs> so yeah, that's so we're getting a taste of that kind of. Sh- that's what I'm saying. Like we're we're hearing services for us. It's like you know, hand to hand, you know, right. like uh, CBT training, you know, this type of stuff. And then they're like, oh, that's luxury. And that services now is like food. I'm like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Are you serious? Food's a necessity, <laughs> not a service. What is, are you serious? And like, it's nervous laughs that we're just like, what in the world are we And down here, to? we're like, welcome to our world. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and you're like, wait, y'all get art therapy? What's CBT? Like, we know about it. We've seen it in books, but y'all actually have the funding for that? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely living in the south. I mean, there's always a you know, fight. You're just, yeah, you're 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 screaming into a black hole for sure. Um, but you know, well, I tried to I tried to keep you know positive and well, you have to you gotta, it's optimistic. The yeah, batteries, and our good friend of ours also says this is like you know we can't ever get to a point where we feel like our quality of life is you know expected it's a constant struggle to make ourselves and our society better and it always is and if we don't fight it'll get taken away from us so like it's got to always be fighting so when you're in the down and the dumps and you're like why am i fighting don't worry even if everything was excellent you'd still be fighting because that's how it stays that way oh for sure absolutely like what, what i was mentioning to earlier is that like people who work in our field it's not like you're you find other people in our field as well that really are passionate and it's like really cool knowing there's another passionate person um that works in this field it actually helps me feel really good too because like you understand when i'm upset about something and i'm still going to continue to help but it's like fuck if i just had this opportunity or this line or well people's lives are in the line that's why yeah so we're seeing because we both work in policy we're seeing the overall it's not one-to-one we're seeing it on a ratio that's a bigger scale because we're like we know if it gets cut for this person that means the ones that really really like that might need it but they're not diagnosed they're still going to need it but it's going to be cut for them because it's not a necessity anymore it's seen as a luxury Mm -hmm. so like like i said Mm -hmm. like even to my earlier point, like how, you know, we as musicians or creatives, we kind of find solace in each other because we understand each other on a certain point. Like, that's another point for me that I like, like Adora Buna too, because like, there's things that I could say like, yo, can you imagine this shit? And then she's like, oh yeah, like we've like got a trickle down on, you know, and it, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> and like one time you actually did tell me, you're like, yo, welcome to the South. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but you know, here... Here's one thing that I've learned just organizing and working um, down here is that, um, you know, our small victories mm-hmm. are, 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 are such a big deal to us, you know, and because everything is like baby steps here, you know, it takes a really, really long time for things to happen. Yeah. You know, our, our legislative sessions only six months every two years. I mean, imagine wow. signing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 insane. they don't but, work, uh, but you know, at the same time, like they probably get paid twenty grand a year to do it. So, yeah, that that's also true. I'm not but, you know, the for... fact that they're shitty people because they are. But they <laughs> make twenty grand a year doing that. <laughs> yeah, but one of the things that I got really excited about was last session. You know, uh, I don't. I know uh, Sandra Bland. I'm yep. sure you'll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sandra Bland. Um, you know, there was a bill passed last session um, called the Sandra Bland Act. And, you know, it, like, requires 
you know, law enforcement to investigate jail deaths. You know, that's a huge deal for us because, right now, you know, just let it go. Like the guy got let go, right? Yeah. I mean, there's just no recourse right now. Or I wasn't. I think he ended up quitting so. though. Not that that's a good, not that that is justice, but at least he's not out there anymore. But yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, um, it's sad. Something like yeah. something like that passing through our legislature, it's a big deal. Yeah, because it you means know, you can like so. stop any future bullshit. Yeah. Or try to yeah. have more tools to fight it. Yeah, so we try to celebrate our small victories. Yeah, for sure. it's awesome. Yeah, I heard about that act, and I was like, yeah, it's great. It's great news. Yeah. Um, every little type of, type of win we can have in that, in that you know, the BLM space. Um, yeah, definitely. It's a huge win because... Uh, People are dying. <laughs> people are dying. Innocent yeah. people are dying. Yeah. You know, and if like as I hate to say it, but like the fact is, it's innocent people. Like they they say, well, they shouldn't have been doing this. Shouldn't. It's like, dude, they were they were not criminals. You would have a case if they were all like murderers and 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 you know uh, serial killers, but that's not the case. These are people with cell phones. You jerk. Yeah, and you know, but I also feel like you know, no crime is worth. No. Yeah being yep. killed ever Agreed. you know well, I, we should have yeah. no death penalty either it's another story yeah again welcome to texas yeah. um yeah, but, but, but yeah i don't think that we don't have that in new york do we patty no fuck no we have mandated homeless services why the fuck would we have a death <laughs> penalty i don't know <laughs> we're actually nice here we're like we actually reserve rooms in prisons because we know homeless people just want to go there instead of shelter so they could just hang there no yeah, here well, he, yeah here we want to kill our criminals, but then we also want to shut down all the Planned Parenthood. So I mean, granted, like, New York City, they're cops still, you know. You get what I'm saying? Sure. But, yeah. Sure. Yeah. but we know yeah. that we're very far removed from the South. Like, oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> like I said, keep your head. Well, well Kasha's ventured down here before. I like it down there. I went to yeah. NOLA and I got into a racist argument with this bitch. At fucking yeah, but that's NOLA. NOLA's crazy. They're insane. <laughs> she just totally crossed. She was so nasty. You can't so because no one has legit younger black woman. Has and legit I just couldn't fucking stand it. I was like, no, you not. I was gay like, people on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but nah, I was not having that shit. It was not happening. But you walk around Nola for a while, you're gonna have somebody. You're gonna have 25 people yelling at you about something. Oh yeah, one of them. <laughs> one of them yelled at me and my friend because they thought we were too like you know they they said like you know the whole like terrorist shit because you know we're brown kids. And that's you know, weird because Nola's pretty. Yeah. A lot of brown people in Nola. It didn't happen right. Like it was weird. It, I don't think it was people from Nola. It was like people who were visiting that were drunk and they screamed. Oh yeah, it. that happened. Yeah, it's okay because you know karma. Two seconds later, he fell right into the fucking vomit that he just threw up out. You know, <laughs> so amazing. Great. I was like, yeah, handle them, brown gods. Handle yeah. Them. I don't but think, yeah, that's another. Yeah. That's just another thing to me. Like, I just find it so icky. Like, just knowing policies and stuff too. It's like, shit. Like, why the fuck would I want to go there? <laughs> to make it better. There you go. Hell no. They're they're gonna kill me off before I even say. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. The South American me is like, nah, we ain't play with that politics. They all fucking take your money and they say it in your face. And they got guns down there. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm oh, so good. Guns. Yeah, I'm good, son. <laughs> Yeah, what do you? I, mean, I don't even know. Um, if I was in Texas, I'd have a gun just because like everybody <laughs> else has one. And that's scary to say. Cause... <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I don't want to get shot by no white guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Could you imagine you go on vacation? I were like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I, I, who was I talking to recently? I was talking to a friend of mine and, you know, uh, I said something like, yeah, do you, do you know what that experience is like? You're driving from one major city to the next and, you know, making sure you're, you don't stop in certain oh, towns. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's very. No, weird. I don't know what that's like. Not up here. <laughs> yeah, I know. So he didn't either, and he was just like, "Yeah, it's not really a thing." Uh, no, when we say to New York City, like New York City, we're not talking about Suffolk or Long Island. We know it's a different neighborhood because the food changes, and you're like, "Yo, I'm about to hit up this empanada place and this place." But like, what I mean is like driving from New York but City not, to, like, scared. to Boston. No, if you stop some random oh, yeah. spot in the middle of New York City to Boston. You're not afraid for your life at all. Yeah, exactly. Or New York to Philadelphia, you're not afraid. I would say or even D.C. Philly, or even all the way to mean, Florida. If you go to Cape May, you might, you're like, oh, I got to deal with these fucking uppity white yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, then, but it's not like you're fearful. They're going to pick up their shit and walk away from you. Yeah, exactly. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh, they've never seen a wine in their fucking life aside from box wine. I'm like, yeah, bitch, and what? Hey, yeah, now. Exactly. Franzia. Hey, now. Fucking bronc. Box wine is fucking. Don't, don't hate on that Sutter home now. But yeah, um, exactly. I hell, I never, yo, never forget. Never oh, forget. but yeah, that's it's, with you. it's very real down here. It's it's very real that. That's uh, so the know. drive between Houston and Austin, how's that? Uh, I mean, you know, there's there's some definitely well, yeah, rural rural areas that you know I will <laughs> phone a friend. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if, I, if I stop for gas or something, you know, I, I did that on my last drive to Houston. I, I, I called my buddy Naboo and uh, he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, hey, just uh, stay on the phone with me and make sure I don't die. He's like, all right, cool. And then like, so I'm just like, we're just sitting there in silence. I'm getting my gas and I'm like, all right, I'm good. But, uh, you know, it's these types of things that I sometimes wonder, you know, is this a, I mean, I feel like it's a unique experience to to you know living in the south or um you know because being yeah and yeah being being south asian yeah yeah and uh you know and then i'm extra too so i have like a kafia on my <laughs> on my driver's seat and like a pakistani <laughs> flag you know displayed on the inside so uh I, i'm a little extra too but but yeah, I mean, I we're all a little extra. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, we are. No, did you ever meet us? Muna, right. you're, uh, Patty's the most extra of all of us. So I'm just saying. Whatever. I'm stay extra. I don't give a fuck. So you yeah. got her like extra her backup fangs hanging from her her rear. Yeah, view, you she's know? got like. I do not. <laughs> Wait, those aren't real. No, they're actually <laughs> prosthetic. No, they're clip-on. Although they look to be really fair, good. To be fair, yeah. I, as soon as I saw Patty, got with us, I was like, yo, where you get them yes! from? I need them too. Right? I was like, yes! We got them from the same fangsmith. So we've been fang-banged together. Nice. Not at the same time, but from the same person. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. I, mean, I think he goes to uh, Texas a lot too. I'll, I'll give you his information. Yeah, he's got a cowboy hat, so he must. Yeah. Who's <laughs> super nice. The the Fangsmith. Oh, the Fangsmith. So, his, okay, yeah. his name is Father Sebastian. No, it's yeah. not. Are you serious? 
It actually yeah, is Father is Sebastian. He goes to all the. He's like you're like I king. know that guy. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> no. knows him. If you're goth af, you very well know yes, Father Sebastian. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Dude, he's going to give you this whole like you have to. Off the tongue. And it much gives better you... than af. I don't care what the millennials are doing. <laughs> af. I, from now, I'm going to say af. Um, just forever in solidarity yeah. with Johnny. But um, Amazing. yeah, like they, they, he does like he's super goth too. So like everyone in the goth like you know community especially the old school guys. I don't know about the new, I don't know if like younger kids are goth anymore. I feel like they're like, uh, they're emo is, or something. Aren't they? They're like, we're too busy. <laughs> like I don't got time to dress cool. It's not on. Yeah. Oh, oh, me, oh wait, with my extra you mean they're actually doing shit? Like, unlike we were. Yeah. No, <laughs> we were just stunting outside wearing black lipstick. That was my statement as a brown, dark skin, team, dark skin woman, not using white people makeup. And my my freaking black lipstick. Tell me I couldn't, or yeah. you know, yeah. get accused for Columbine. And I'm like, what? I'm not even white. Like, yeah, exactly. I gotta Remember be home by shit? seven o'clock. Are oh, you serious? I had, I, had, I had a black trench coat. Yeah, too, we, and I, that told, I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? I love. <laughs> you talking? I love that. Literally, all three of us went through that experience. We're like, we're not the trench coat mafia, man. Like, I just, like I'm just, I just like Marilyn no. Manson. I just like nine inch nails, you know. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I like ministry. What can I say? Oh my god! <sighs> How much? And yep. and funny enough, we mentioned Rob Zombie, uh, Marilyn Manson, and no, you said Nine Inch Nails, Nails, Rob Zombie, and, and Ministry, and all three are touring, and we're in our thirties, and we're like, yes, man, I exactly, I really want to see Marilyn Manson. He's come through, but yeah, they're com- they're coming. Uh, they're actually doing. He's doing with Rob Zombie. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. Marilyn Manson and Trent Reznor, they both put on two of the best rock shows you can ever see in your entire You life. are so right about that. I saw Nine Inch Nails. Oh I saw the most expensive I, fucking shows. I saw Jesus. Nine Inch Nails uh, at, at the Day for Night Fest that I mentioned earlier, and nice. Trent Reznor has not missed a beat <laughs> in the last... Well, he's gotten bigger. His arms have gotten bigger. He's just Jack now. He's like Dr. Dre, <laughs> but like... <laughs> <laughs> But they're like, yeah, Trent, I'd let you violate me still. Yeah. I saw Trent Reznor in the nineties and, and I saw him again in the two thousands. And like um He looks better now. Are you kidding it, me? But I'm just saying his show, like from a from a distance you can't even tell anyways, but like his show, especially when he's headlining, mm. the amount of thought and creativity yes. he puts into his tour yes. and his stage show. Very few artists do. Like most artists, like, yeah. oh, we'll put on some big, you know, performance in the stage in a screen. He's like, nah, I need to like use the Everything. things around me yeah. to mm-hmm. like, do something different. And I love that about him. I, I love also the fact that um a friend of a couple of friends of mine they went to Governor's Ball like you know the new the big thing in yeah, New York City yeah. like every summer. So they have all these like different like everything they'll name. I have no idea who they are. I'm gonna be honest. I have no fucking clue. Um, I know like Kanye West type of, you know, celebrity status will be there, but I have no fucking clue who are these people. Yeah. Right. Um, and then they'll name Trent Reznor. Like they'll have like nine inch nails. And you're like, how the fuck is nine inch nails? Like, okay, well, whatever. It's different, you know, cause Trent doesn't really have like a sound, like a specific sound. So that's cool. Like Depeche mode. Right. So I had a couple of friends that actually came to me like, Hey, I think you'd be really into this like new band and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, really? And they were like telling me all at the same time because they all went together. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, nine inch nails. No, <laughs> are you serious? 
girl tell me you're lying lying. no i will i will i'm you know me i'm so extra i will i will actually go on facebook right now and take screenshots actually i have pictures with them i will send i'm just joking i'm not gonna do that but they're probably listening to this podcast y'all know who you are you know the last time we talked to each other private message we got in trouble about it but we can do it again (laughs) (laughs) no they're my friends no 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 Uh i'm pretty sure you met a couple of them too uh johnny but i was like oh no this bitch did not you trying to fuck with me are you are you really wait did she tell you today because it's april 1st no after governor's ball win nine inch nails played i think it was like a year or so ago and i was like nah y'all y'all fucking with me right they're like yeah because you know you like that different stuff because i took them to a show and like they're like, yeah, you like really different stuff. So I was like, I, I know where their heart was. And I, and they're like, he's so sexy. And he has this like mysterious thing about him. I'm like, yeah, Trent Reznor. They're like, oh, you know him? Of course you're going to know him. I'm like, he's so fucking old. Man. <laughs> like, wow. So wow. That is incredible. Like, and he's like, in his 50s. Oh, and one saying. of them, oh my God. But, but here it is. This is what fucking cracked me up. They were like, yeah, he has like this Lady Gaga feel. I'm no. like, no. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Don't lie to me. Deadass! I couldn't make that up. You know, you know me. It's like how I can't make that shit up, son. It's how you know they people have no idea that you know Robin Wright like is um she was the princess on the Princess Bride. Like that's how we know her, and everyone and everyone knows her as like Claire Underwood. And I'm like, man, like I'm old, like yeah, Yeah. like, like. or like you talk to younger people, they don't even know who Steve Urkel is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no! Yo, my, I'm dead ass. Like I feel, I have never felt so old in my life. My cousins who are not even that old, they were like, "Who?" Because I wore this outfit and I felt like Urkel, and I was like, "Do the Urkel, do the Urkel," yeah. and I did the whole dance. Cause y'all do it, dun, dun. and everyone who knows the Urkel dance, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. You know these bitches waiting for the whole do- song to be done to be like, "Who the fuck was that?" <laughs> Because you know what it was, and they're like, "No, it was a good dance." But oh no! On the floor. And I'm like, and I'm like, you thought I made this shit up? I'm not that cool. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with y'all? Y'all literally just had me out here doing the whole fucking dance, even the the, the you know the part on the floor. And no one said shit. No one. They were hyping me the fuck up. I did not know who I was talking about when I showed them on YouTube. They were like, "Oh my god, how do you know this whole dance? Like, you was watching it for like a couple of days." No. I'm like, no, it was from my childhood. Oh, and I just kept feeling older yeah. and older. They just kept stabbing me in the heart. TGI these little bitches, Friday, man. You know what I'm saying? TGIF. And they're like, and they're like 19. They're 18, mm. 19. And I'm like, y'all don't know who Steve Urkel is, They're 19. Is, bro. They're like tw- 20 years younger than me. Stop. How do they know know who Steve Urkel is? <laughs> I'm more than double their age. And meanwhile, all their clothes now. Like, you know how, like, your cousins will come over and they'd be like, yo, check out what I got. This is, like, Mad Boss or whatever. And they're checking, like, they're like, oh, I'm so swag. Take my pictures, whatever. And, and they're, playing, the they're using old band shirts that we all used to the, like. No, like, they're wearing the Nirvana shit. t-shirts and stuff. Yo, yo. And coming in with yeah, shit that you Sonic used to Youth make. And, and you're yeah. like, what? Sonic Youth? Really? Like, okay. Sure, kid. No, I'm sure no, you listen to Sonic Youth. Or, you bought, or they bought it off like you know Urban Outfitters for like hundred eighty dollars, and you used, you bought it for like twenty. I'm like, yo, yo I have yo, three yo, of them in my closet. If you want it, Muna used to work at Urban oh, Outfitters. Oh God, are, are we revealing our deep dark secrets right now? 
<laughs> Are we pulling those skeletons? Think, oh, all right. I think that's, if anything, that helps you, like, have the, the you Yo, know, the That's okay. I used to work at Express band. before <laughs> it split. Damn. It was just the girl's store and Structure was the guy's store. I remember I that. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But there used to be two stores, Structure and Express. Structure was for guys. Express was for women. I worked at Express for Women. Later on, after I quit, many, many years later, they joined into one store, now yes. Express, yeah. for both men and women. It's true. I, I, oh, and man. I remember the transition. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That is wrong times, y'all. It's yeah, true. So. I'll admit it. I, I was an employee of... No, no, that's totally cool. I just don't have the patience. Like, I totally come... I'll just side commend you both. I don't have the patience for that. I for couldn't. What? Well, for working in retail, yeah, like working. I mean, yeah. I was sixteen years old, you know, seventeen years old. Yeah, I know, but I, my me at my sixteen-year-old self, full of anger and hormones, like new hormones. <laughs> nah, it was not gonna happen. <laughs> like I'm, I've calmed down in my older money. age. Yo, I need the gas money. I'm sorry. I know. I'm just saying, like you guys have way more patience than I do. I'm commending you. I'm saying me at sixteen. Oh yeah, there... I was ready to fight everything. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, You're queens. Yeah, that's true. And your guy is. I know it's hot bloodedness. <laughs> like I see young people. I'm it's like, yo, <laughs> it's cool. It's all right. You like, and you're talking to them. Like when I used to work at foster care, like you know, you're talking to them. You're like, you know, don't worry, it's gonna be okay. Because now you know you're trying to talk to them all professionally, and they're like, Miss, what the fuck do you know about <laughs> shit? And I'm like, wait, hold on, don't even. What she's talking about? They're like, wait, are you making fun of me? I'm like, nah, I ain't making fun of you. So this is the rundown, right? So I'm gonna try to be professional with you, but we're gonna have a real conversation. Nice. After that, the, whole, the whole shit turn over, and you're like, yeah. So don't try to play like you know more than me, because firstly, I'm way older than you, and I definitely whatever you's doing right now, I already done it better, and I already know you hiding weed right there and there hey. and there. And they're like, how you know? I'm like, you want me to send you for a drug test? So let's be real now, right? That's and they're funny. like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, don't play yourself. They're too busy dealing with boomers. They don't know X generation really well. And Z. Oh, Yo, could you? Have, there's like young kids. Millennial. We know all your shit. I, I just want to say, like, look how our society has really changed, and it's actually making me feel a lot better about like the younger kids oh, yeah, growing up sure. because, like, a lot more. Okay, and I know this sounds really like ridiculous. Like, it's probably gonna sound like, oh, my whole life was violent. No, I grew up really sheltered, and I grew up in nice neighborhoods. But shit happens being a brown kid, yeah, right? Sure. We actually know people that have grown up never having physical have had a physical fight and i'm like wow and like I i'm like wow that's amazing because like yo i would stay beyond you know your p's and q's are you mm -hmm. kidding me yeah no, you know I, for I especially know being a brown kid I mean, since i was a little kid that started happening like little kid you know first grade second grade like the fights began and it was never my fault. Right. I was always the butt of the thing. Yeah. But I have a big mouth and I was always talk yeah, right. <laughs> Which causes you more trouble. <laughs> you mean you were talking shit from the get-go? Oh man, I what always shit? talk shit from the get-go. You can't tell the personalities when are you work You work it so you know personality, like you I can give the run that you're asshole. I remember in third grade, some kid was like making fun of my name and he was his name was Jack. And if he's listening to the podcast, which he's not because he's you know probably dead right now but if he's not <laughs> he was a bully and he you know he said he was like oh what up cow shit and i'm like and his name was jack oh. and i was like oh, what up jackass nice and this is like third grade and immediately nice that him. became like he followed me out of the bus stop and followed me and we had to get into a little altercation you know yeah, yeah the only it's weird because like the only story that i have that's really bad 
I mean, like, not super, super bad, but, like, I I was starting junior high, and this girl was making fun of me, and I didn't grow up with my parents. I grew up with my grandparents, you know, uh, immigrant families or whatever. And she said something on the lines of, oh, like, I was just really quiet, and she started picking on me, and she, oh, she was like, oh, you know, are you, like, a mute bitch? And I'm like, what? I just, I, like, lunged at her, and I bit her arm really hard. And oh, I her shit. Face. But uh, then her dad actually, um, it turned out that I didn't know she was Guyanese. And her dad, like, I guess saw me, like, she had pointed me out or whatever. And uh, funny enough, her dad knows my aunt. And he came to my house and he was like, <laughs> oh, you know, uh, we just want to sit down and talk about this and whatever. And we hashed this out. And I told him, I was, I was like, my aunt was like, so did you really bite her? I'm like, yeah. And I punched her in the face. And they're like, um, don't do that. And I'm like, why? She called me a bitch. She called me a mute bitch. So that's not going to happen. And so the dad was like, did you say that? And she was like, yeah. And he like smacked her upside the head. And he was like, yo, you better apologize. You know, this is your family. And ever since then, we was good friends. And the whole junior high, we was like, we was good. Like, we had each other's back and like yeah, it was hilarious so i have like funny stories like that and like it's weird because like when i talk to other people it's like i feel like i'm i'm violent like i'm like no i'm not like that's just a part of our era the type of shit that we had to do with bullying and stuff because i was like i ain't definitely gonna get bullied by an indian kid because i was like this ain't gonna fucking happen no fucking mahab is gonna come after me it ain't happening this is going down because I, I got other shit to be worrying about can i, can I propose that our Band be called Mute Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. That's I swear that's, that's so good. Awesome. Yeah. I can't say her name online, but we were friends on Facebook. I don't know if we're. I don't know if I uh, still have her on because I had deleted a lot of people that I don't interact yeah. with. But yeah, you know, how, like your high school friends will find you, like junior high, high school, and I feel mm-hmm. like people from junior high should not be your Facebook friends. I don't know. That's weird. But yeah, I, don't remember she, anybody yeah I remember our friendship started with her calling me a mute bitch and I lunged on her and bit her and we were best, yo, best of friends, son. <laughs> oh my God. That's what, that's, that's how, that's how brown people hash it out though, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yo, yeah. you a bitch. Oh, you know who's a bitch? Your mom. <laughs> fuck, fuck out of here. But, but Christ, Your mom. It's so funny because my cousins don't know that side of me, my younger cousins, and they're like, you know, their bullying is different. You know, everything is more internet based yeah. and, you know, horrible. It's emotional, it, not, not physical. Yeah, it's like, don't get me wrong. It's just horrible, right? Like, it's traumatic, right? But, like, I have cousins that be like, oh, you never deal with bullying. You're so patient. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Right? You don't know. And then his mom had to out me and be like, you know, Patty bit a girl one time. <laughs> And then punch her in the face. He's like, what? I was like, we were best friends after, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody bothered me, though, because they were like, yo, look at that crazy brown bitch. She went after her. Oh, nah, we ain't, we ain't fucking with that. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, guys, it's, uh, it's been an hour and 13. I just wanted to end. The- I'm sorry. This is a great conversation, but I got babies to take care of. You've been um, in the closet. We don't want you to back. <laughs> it's true. I am in the closet well, right give- now. But before we go, before we go, can Muna, could you please give everyone all your uh, websites, uh, your band, uh, you know, how to help out the girls, everything? Yeah, absolutely. So um, for Girls Rock, Houston, girls at Camp Houston. The website is girlshouston.org. Um, so please visit our website, and we also have a donate button. 
Nice. Donate. So, um, I mean, y'all still, I see the bill. We don't get donations from you, but please don't be cheap with cheap with Girls Rock Houston. Girl, yeah. yeah. So Girls you Rock can be Houston. Cheap with us because we don't deserve <laughs> it. So. <laughs> yeah, GirlsRockHouston.org. We've got a donate button on on the front page. It's a little yellow round button. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, click it. And, yeah, click it. And Vet Trip, we are on Spotify, Bandcamp, uh, Apple Music, and we've got a Facebook page. Uh, so like our page on Facebook. Just look up Vet Trip, and you'll find us. Yeah, and uh, I f- and I'll hopefully it's the case. But I'm gonna put right now. You're gonna be hearing the clip from Vet Trip. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.